So the big question is this, how are everyday, spiritually-minded women like us who don't love the spotlight, who are willing to risk everything to create lives that we love, how do we market ourselves in a way that feels good while still becoming profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Mona Lisa Andavia, and welcome to the Love, Light, and Business podcast. Hello, lovely. It is Mona Lisa Andavia, and surprisingly, here I am again in the car, inspired to do a podcast. I don't know what it is about literally just being on the go around here in Maui that makes me feel like, oh, I am so ready to record a podcast. And it's it doesn't just happen when I'm at home in front of the mic. And I think that that is true for so many of you listening in. It's like you can't plan when you're inspired. And I love this. I'm, you know, I'm allowing myself to have the freedom to record when it feels good. And, you know, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately. And the ones that I resonate with the most allow themselves to do the same. It doesn't have to be this stiff structure. It's more about getting up and showing up and talking about you know, what's on your mind and what's true for you in that moment. And I think that if that's what's resonating with me and that's the kind of content I'm loving to consume, I'm going to feel like that's what you're probably going to want to listen to as well. And in turn, what your tribe will want from you. And so today I'm really going to hop on and just share with you from my perspective here and living on Maui. I know some of you have been like, you know, catch me up. How is Maui? How is it like living there? You know, I've been here now for almost a year. Um, And so I want to talk a little bit about that. In addition to what I've been up to lately, a lot of things going on um, in the Mona Lisa Andavia LLC world, a lot of movement, a lot of content going out that I want to share with you. And also I want to go into this video that I did recently and I actually want to turn that into a segment on today's podcast because I I did a short video on it, but I want to expand a little bit more here because I feel like the podcast channel really allows me to go in deeper, whereas on video, you know, it's quicker, it's about you know, getting in there and getting out. But I I love the medium of podcasting because it really allows me to get in there and form this connection with you in a way that I think other for other forms of communication can't. Um, of course, I love writing. I love writing my newsletter. That will always be my number one love. Um, audio is a close second, right? And so I just want to talk. I'll start first with talking about my journey here on Maui and just sharing with you how it's been like to move to Maui from California because I did this move on November 11th of last year, 2022. Um, I don't know when you're listening to this, but I'm recording this in October of 2022. And, you know, it's almost been a full year here. And it's, it's crazy because there are so many things that I didn't expect and so many things that I didn't expect to surprise and delight me about being on Maui and the things that I thought I was going to do, I'm also not doing. So for example, you know, I'm not like lately in the past couple of months, I haven't been as drawn to being on the beach. When I moved here, I was like, I'm going to go to the beach 
every single day. Watch me. Like I'm going to go. And I did do that for the first like six months, seven months. I was just literally at the beach all the time. And now it's interesting. I'm, I'm looking to find my own rhythm, my own routine with work and life and health and relationship, more of a balance. Like how do I, how do I actually look like? How do, how do I want to show up living and working on Maui and not just being a tourist? So (laughs) I'm adjusting to that. And the other day I, um, I went to yoga for the first time and it was my second class in this new studio that I'm trying. My first class was this infrared class and it was ridiculously hot. I was you would think I'd know it was hot, but I didn't realize how hot it was going to be for that entire hour and a half. And so I'm not counting that as my first class, but I, I went to my first traditional class. It was um, actually candlelight yoga. So it was really um, a winding down end of the day class and, you know, sitting there doing yoga because I used to do yoga a lot in California and I've been doing, I've actually been doing live stream from my old studio in California. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know about being in person. And I, you know, I've gotten used to the rhythm of having all my props at home and being able to, you know, just chill right after I don't have to like drive home and, and drive to the studio, but I wanted to try it out. And I just noticed it felt so different and, and, grounding to do yoga here because you know that feeling post yoga where you're just super grounded very present I can't even describe it if you if you haven't experienced it take a yoga class take the gentle the yin the candlelight version if you don't want to you know get into vinyasa quite yet but it was really interesting like I would hear the geckos outside and I would hear the different birds of Hawaii and you know, after class, I, you know, walking to my car, it was this, the air was just so different than California. It's that hot, more humid energy. Um, and, and what I initially fell in love with, with Maui was very apparent to me after that class. It's very alive and, and fertile and nourishing. And there's this energy of life pulsing here in a way that it doesn't pulse in California. I mean, I'm sure it does, but it doesn't, I can't sense it in quite the same way as here. Now, there are a lot of things that I realize that I miss about California as well being here. I could not lie and say everything is absolutely perfect here. I actually realized that Maui is a tiny place. I I didn't quite, like I had visited and I didn't realize it's already, like, you know, the Hawaiian islands are already in the middle of the ocean, pretty remote. But I picked an island that's really really small and it's like the the people that I know at the farmer's market like I go regularly to the farmer's market chances are I'm gonna see them at Whole Foods at Target like it's a really small island it's funny I'm (laughs) and what that means for me is there's really not that many restaurants and shopping and so I'm getting used to that adjustment of like oh what am I like not having like hundreds of restaurants at my disposal like you know in California like right now I'm actually in front of Whole Foods like okay I'm gonna grab some something quick and healthy for lunch here because you know we had so many fast healthy options for lunch in California and I took that for granted because here that's not it's not as much a thing. The healthier lifestyle isn't as much a thing here. Um, I'm finding that the healthy food here is, well, there's, you know, acai bowls and all of that. Um, but the, you know, California life, it's a totally different culture. I asked my husband the other day, I was like, is there a pressed juicery around here? And he's like, nah, (laughs) 
that's not a thing here. Um, so there's that, right? And then so my, you know, my husband and I were like, well, we can just take day trips into Oahu and like start traveling again as things are starting to really open up now and all that. So putting travel back into the rotation, but I'm really having fun just being grounded here at home and making our, our house really beautiful. I think that being able to move to a place and having the freedom and ha- you know, having a business that allowed me to move wherever I wanted was really like, I, I'm never going to take that for granted. Right. And, um, you know, now it's, we're settling in doing a little kitchen remodel, painting the kitchen cabinets and putting a new backsplash and all that getting cozy in the house. And so that adjustment has been, you know, it, it's a, almost a year now. And we're finally feeling like, okay, this is our home, at least for the time being. I'm going to be real. I don't know if I can stay on Maui forever. We'll see. <laughs> we're playing it year by year, right? And so we'll see where next year takes us. But right now it's, it's an amazing and, and beautiful space. All right. So next, I just want to talk to you about what's been going on lately in the business. Um, I you know, I'm such a fan of doing content and creating whenever it's inspiring to me. And sometimes that doesn't look like every single week or every single day. And sometimes it looks like there's months apart from my content. But I really love to come to my business from this place of inspiration and not because I have to, right? And that's why I teach the concept of using funnels and using ads so that regardless of me and my mood of wanting to show up me and wanting to create content like if there's nothing coming through and no downloads or even maybe not even just that like sometimes you know this past year I've really been wanting to to be more private and to be more in more introverted and reflective and to myself especially in this transition Right. And so there was more of that. And I think that having a business that allows you to, you know, having a business that allows me to have income and still be getting leads and growing my list and getting clients, having that always running without me being present has been amazing. However, lately I've been really craving coming back and putting out content. And something that I've been trying out is TikTok because one too many people have told me, you need to be on TikTok. And I'm like, I'm not even on TikTok as a consumer. Like, I'm like, that's like my little cousin, right? That's not me. Like, I don't know about TikTok. Last time I went on there, it was like all dance videos. And I got sucked in watching random stuff for like hours and hours. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to try it because the people who have been recommending it have been saying like the people they actually follow are coaches. And I'm like, interesting. Tell me more. So I decided to give it a try. And so I'm on there. If you're listening to this live, you'll see, or maybe you've noticed if you're following me on Instagram that I've been um, really ramping up and just posting on TikTok, like posting daily because the algorithm is this, like I think in the beginning, especially you want to continue posting. And I, I'm not sure because I haven't, you know, I'm still learning TikTok, but I've been posting every day just to keep that algorithm happy and to see. And I've been really inspired and recording a ton of videos. So if you haven't checked it out, I definitely recommend it. I've been posting a lot on TikTok as well as Reels. So Instagram Reels have been posting a lot on there. And one of the videos that I posted recently that did really well, and that's the one I want to get into a little bit more today, is I talk about four things I do differently as an introverted coach. So if you didn't look at that video, go ahead and look at it. But I'm going to actually get into that a little bit deeper here today on the podcast. 
So the first thing I talk about um, on, the, on this video of what I do differently as an introverted coach is giving myself permission to do audio only. And what I mean by that is I'm talking about specifically on coaching calls. So I know a lot of people are used to Zoom. I'm used to Zoom. Like everybody's always on Zoom. I choose the audio format personally because you know, as a highly sensitive person, the less stimulation for me, the better because one, it allows me to really zone in and pay attention to one form, like one input, if that makes sense, right? So if all I'm listening to is your voice and really picking up on the nuances, it allows me to be way more present as a coach. I also, I tend to, like I'm, you know, I'm one of the people who doodles a lot when I'm taking notes and I kind of walk around. So when I'm coaching, I like to walk. I usually walk around in circles around my house. I used to walk around outside in California. And it's a little bit harder because I don't have reception on on Maui. (laughs) Another thing about Maui, you don't have reception in 60% of the places. Um, but you know, I, um, I really love that audio format and it's something that I think a lot of introverts love. A lot of my clients are like, I love how you do audio only. I didn't even know that was a thing. And so, you know, allow, maybe you love video and this isn't apply to you, but if you are an introvert, who's also highly sensitive to energy, consider it, consider taking off one of the stimulations because video is a whole nother like you now you're looking at somebody and listening right and so maybe doing audio only would also work for you that's so that's one of the things I do differently the second thing I do differently as an introvert is really pay attention to my energy this is a whole topic I could teach an entire course on how I pay attention to and manage my energy but particularly as an introverted intuitive and sensitive woman I am constantly paying attention to that energy meter, right? I call it the energy jar. How much energy is in my energy jar? And so if my energy jar is, like, I know that for me, I I wake up and I'm at full energy jar. Like I'm a total morning person. I have so much energy in the morning. And I know that throughout the day, throughout interactions, throughout just you know, working and whatever I'm doing during my day, it will slowly, slowly dwindle away. So one of the things I do is give myself permission to stop working at around two or three when I hit that energy slump where I'm like starting to do things over and over again, right? I'm like, didn't I just do that? What what am I doing? That's when I'm like, all right, this is my cue to stop working now. So that's one of the things I do differently is I really pay attention to my energy because as an introvert, I can't, you know, I don't get a hit of energy necessarily from talking to people, right? I will say though that I am an introvert or I'm an extroverted introverts so I do get a hit of energy when I am talking to people that I'm you know I'm really excited to talk to right so it depends on who I'm talking to I don't think that any of us are on the full like introvert extrovert like full on one side if I am talking to somebody about something that really lights me up and lights them up and it's this really good positive energy back and forth I will totally get energy from that but in general I'm mindful because I know that typically during the day I will lose energy all right so number three which one is okay so number three is I give myself permission to show up only on the social media channels that feel best for me okay so that has always been Instagram for me Instagram has always been my number one love that's a social media channel okay um lately I've been trying TikTok like I shared I've been like okay and this happened pretty like 
naturally for me because you know, people were telling me and I was like, I'll check it out. And this wasn't forced. This wasn't like I'm now going to go on TikTok and look up all of these different ways to make TikTok work for me. I'm going to plan all of this content and it's going to be like, like whatever. Like it wasn't that at all. It was way more natural and fluid and and I was really following and I am really following my excitement to go on TikTok right now okay so I only show up on the social media channels that I want to show up on and I show up in a way that feels good for me right like I'm not gonna there are some things on TikTok that I don't want to do and there are things that I do want to do right and so I'm not going to like I I'm not gonna be doing like some videos that I think are kind of cheesy or weird or like don't you know I don't even like to watch what I am doing is paying attention to the forms of content that I like to consume, the things that I'm interested in, and then kind of going back from there and saying, how can I recreate this in a way that feels good for me if I want to? So I'm not doing social media in a way that somebody is telling me you have to do it this way because this is the way that converts. That's never worked for me. And if you're here listening, I'm sure that that way of being really like, you the one way to do things is not going to work for you either you have to find your way of showing up on the social media channels that that you really are drawn to all right and the last one is yes I love this one I plan my business activities according to my monthly cycle so as a woman I am you know going through my cycle and it's so funny I, re- I just batched a bunch of videos yesterday because I'm preparing for my period to come. I actually should have batched about a week, week and a half ago when I was ovulating, but I was like, I, I didn't quite catch it. And I'm like, oh man. And so now I'm, I'm, I'm really close to my period. And I was like, I need to go do a bunch of video because I like to just completely be offline, you know, not creating, not doing anything when I'm on my period. I'm just like, I am off, I'm away, I'm unplugged, I'm not working. And so I I like to plan my business according to the different phases. And there's four phases of my cycle, right? And so I'm going to actually do a series on this on TikTok and Instagram where I go into like each phase and all the different business activities that I personally do during each phase. But for now, I just want to share that for you, if you're like, well, how, how could this apply to me? How can I apply this in my life? Just pay attention to where you are in your cycle and the different things that you like to do. So day one of your cycle is the day where you bleed, the first day of your bleeding cycle. Okay, so that's day one. So something that I've done lately, and it it really keeps me on top of where I am, I just have a whiteboard in my office and I write like day one, right? And then every day I just put day two, day three. And so I always know where I'm at in my cycle. And so I'm aware of what I should be expecting energetically. Okay. And so for you, just keep track. Notice things at first. How do you feel during different days of your cycle? And you'll start to notice a pattern. All right. Well, it's getting really hot up in my car here. <laughs> so I'm going to go down. Um, I It's so funny. Like, so what people call town is, is Kahului here in Maui. So I'm in town. I went down to town because I live in up country. And so I'm down, um, down in town. I'm going to be doing a little, a little bit of shopping and a little bit of groceries here. 
um, grabbing some, some quick and healthy lunch. Hopefully I can find something inside of Whole Foods, but I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast episode. Let me know if you like this style of me really just sharing and showing up with you and telling you what's going on in my life. I personally love listening to these kinds of podcasts and I had a feeling that you would too. All right. I'll see you later in the next episode of the Love, Light, and Business Podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please head over to iTunes and give me a five-star rating and a short one-sentence review on why you love the Love Light Business Podcast. I would greatly appreciate it because it would help me reach more introverted, intuitive, and empath women and lightworker bosses who could use the support on their own business and spiritual journey. Thank you so much, love. Love and light.